want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. It's got a beep a boo. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, hell, that's a good band, though. Gogo Bordello. If you haven't heard of them before, which I'm sure you have, they're ultra successful. One you might f- not have. I, I didn't for a really long time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck, these guys are good. Yeah, Gogo Bordello. That song is, uh, I believe, American Wedding. Yeah, and then the next uh, popular one is a Purple. Yeah, start wearing purple. Yeah, start wearing purple. It's phenomenal Off of, uh, band. The Gypsy Punks album. Yeah. God damn, no, it's a great. Good. It's a great band. Uh, I've seen them live. They are amazing live. It's fun. It's actually really, really fun to go see them live. So if you get the chance, please do. No, I saw Queensrÿche live. Really good. <laughs> and uh, also, wait, I really veer yeah. left on that one. <laughs> Candlebox, really, really good. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, bands that are really, really good. It's That's not them. the theme of this week's uh, of this no. uh, this episode here. This is episode sixty-seven. Well, thanks for joining us and tuning yeah. in. We always appreciate that. Always, of course, we love you. Yeah, we're coming right into uh, the Christmas season, you know. So that's uh, something. Yeah, what, what's uh, going on for uh, Christmas? Uh, your daughters aren't listening. They're really young. So where are you yeah. going to get them for Christmas? Oh, who the hell knows, really. Uh, the wife knows. <laughs> the wife knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we ordered a uh, Barbie dream house because we fucking hate ourselves. Oh, that's going to come off well. Yeah. Uh, actually, the people that we hate really is me because <laughs> Christmas Eve, it's like it's like some assembly required. You know, some things say that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this one is like some assembly required and it's a fucking lie. It's like a lot <laughs> of assembly required. We got it at Ikea. Yeah. You're going to be up all night, pal. Yeah. It's like 300 fucking pieces, and all of them come not together. And uh, so, yeah, there's that. It has a fucking working elevator that has to be put together. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that whole thing. So I am uh, just, I told Lauren that her uh, last Christmas present to me was an expensive bottle of scotch. Well, that's fair. That she was going to buy me on Christmas Eve. And then I was gonna crack open as I started working on uh, the the dream house, <laughs> and uh, if I made it to the end of the dream house build without finishing that bottle of scotch, I was going to buy her something expensive. But and I didn't tell her that was gonna be her Christmas present, <laughs> so she wagered her Christmas present on whether or not I was gonna finish that that whole thing. Uh, so jokes on her, I guess. <laughs> that seems to. Fit well. Yeah. It seems so, fair. It really does, because I'm going to drink a lot of that scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, it's going to be a rough Christmas morning. Is what's <laughs> yeah. Where's Daddy? Where's he at when I open my gift? He's, yeah. he's puking. Yeah. That's where Daddy's at. Yeah. Daddy's got too much of the Christmas spirit. It's coming out of him <laughs> yeah. on all sides. He's just shitting and puking. <laughs> yeah, just... 
Any in there is. Yeah. Daddy has a Christmas yep. spirit. Yep. It's coming out of his fucking ears, kids. Well, I tell you what I'm going to do, Christmas. Yeah. Well, as your kids get older, they start to ask for more specific shit. That's what I'm experiencing now as my kids are 11 and 9. But they yeah. uh, ask for specific shit in the genre they like. So I bought a shit ton of Pikachu and Char- Charizard shit. Charizard, yeah. Yeah, they're really into the Pokemon. Which is, uh, and so I'm like, fine. You get. It's kind of odd with the Pokemon because it's like that thing's that's been around for kind of a long time. Yeah, but they're into because uh, Detective Pikachu just came out. My daughters worship this fucking thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you're sitting there trying to buy that shit, and there's this like 40 year old dude going, "Dude, that's not even the good one." Yeah, it's weird. You know, that's not even a good one. I worked at, uh, there's this uh, store that used to exist. I don't know if some of the readers may, re- or some of the listeners may remember remember this store. It was called Hastings. Oh, God, Hastings was the best. Yeah, so it used to exist across the nation, and they all shut down at once, right? Uh, so I worked at Hastings, and I was in high school, and it was when Pokemon started getting even huger than than it was prior, right? It was pretty, re- right. it was pretty like... Japanese at that point in time, and then you hit America wicked hard with the card games. You know? Yeah, I remember. And so uh, I used to have to referee Pokemon tournaments on Saturdays at Hastings. <laughs> and I never thought uh, up to that point, obviously, if I was refereeing Pokemon tournaments in my 30s, I'd be like, this is what the hell is like. But... I was like 16, 17, you know, I, I, I just had never thought up to that point I was going to be like, well, working at a at a store like this is making me referee Pokemon tournaments. All right. Uh, well, I never thought that was going to be a thing, but I guess here we are. It's a Saturday <laughs> and it's something different because I was like, I was the music guy. This is what I'm doing with my life yeah. at 17. You know? You know, I was, in hindsight, not a bad gig being yeah, a music right? guy when you're no. 17. At I was the music days. guy, and I was like, yeah, I know a lot of music, a whole fuck ton of music. Um, and so they just put me over there, and then every once in a while they'd be like, hey, you're going to referee a thing. And I was like, yeah, all right, you know? So I'm sitting there on a Pokemon tournament, 12-year-old boy, 35-year-old man, right? Going to town on this Pokemon tournament. And the 12-year-old boy beats the 35-year-old man pretty handily. Because that's what happens when you get it to be in the ages of your 30s. People that are younger seem to be better at newer things. That's just how it works. Yeah. I know that from personal experience. When it's new, younger people seem to be better at it. Because that's how what they grew up with. That's how it works. And so uh, this guy, though gets unseemly angry like going to punch this 12 year old angry <laughs> and a 17 year old man right or 16 or however the hell old I was has to step in front of a 35 year old man about to punch a 12 year old boy <laughs> I was like hey dude uh, you do know this is a game right yeah you know you'll go to prison, probably. Yeah, it's like, just a, a long fucking time. game. And he goes, I worked real hard on this deck. I was like, well, I get that. I do get that. However, he is 12. 
He is fucking 12. <laughs> know what's in common with you guys, though? You both live with your parents. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> he is fucking 12, and you are in your 30s. Are you married? And he's like, no. And I was like, of course you aren't. <laughs> you live with your mom, though, still, right? Yeah. Well, was, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go that far, but I was like, I, I, we wanted to go like, think of your kids, but I was like, are you married? He goes, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> Get out of here. He, he really kind of cratered the rest of my argument, you know? But I was like, he's 12, man. Fucking quit. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to. He's like, and I could kick your ass. I guarantee it. I don't really know much about you, and you're bigger than me, but you're a 35-year-old man in a Pokemon tournament. I'm pretty sure I could take you. <laughs> I could just start waving my arms around, and you'll fall down in an asthma attack. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just saying it's odd, you know, now that the people are like, oh, I want to get into Pokemon. You're like, it's, it's been, been around. around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was 17 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. a while. Yeah. Even yeah. that. I think that's even longer than that. But yeah. No, I've never done anything wicked crazy like that. But um, I was asked to go to a local Comic-Con. I was like, oh, that's I, right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, all right. I guess I could. I they're like, yeah, we just want like a comedian there. I was like, oh fuck, I'll do it. That's uh, it wasn't paid. It's a local library. I was happy to help out. But I get there, and at first, there's nothing but a bunch of children playing Mario Kart, and this is like last year. So I'm like, oh shit, kids like are still the original Mario. Yeah, Kart? they're just going to town, and there's a lot of people, and there's a bunch of like thirty people, thirty, forty, fifty years old. Yeah. Getting into the shit, and there's a bunch of kids, and there's yelling, and I, and I text the, the chick I was, with kinda at the time, like, oh my god, there's nothing but a bunch of chicks and a bunch of creepy old dudes, or there's nothing but kids and a bunch of creepy old dudes. I'd be fucking thrilled if I was Michael Jackson, but I find this kind of off-putting. And then the whole thing didn't turn out better from that. I just, <laughs> I, I sit on the panel I'm supposed to. It's a Star Wars panel. Yeah. And they have like radio guys, uh, me. And it's funny. They're like, how do you want your name tag to be? I said, put Bill Mullen, Swan Prince of Wyoming. And they're like, what does that even mean? I said, trust me, just put it. Yeah. People like- are, are going to know what that means. Hindsight and a little, <laughs> and a little uh, trivia here. No one knows what the hell that means. Not even me. You just but go, just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah. Uh, you just go like, oh, yeah. just put it up there. Yeah, just put it up there. No one has a fucking clue. Not even me. I'm just giggling. And so it's kind of like the Star Wars fan panel they're having at this one local library. No one has a, any idea who I am or who any of the people are really, but I'm just going for it. I could do a few uh, Star Wars impressions. I did. It was fine. But the crowd hates me. (laughs) Because I'm making fun of... He is up the Sith. Yeah. I'm like, I'm making... Telling people how bad Jar Jar Binks is and how much he's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. He is. And I let the crowd know. And they're like, well, that's not accurate because of this blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut up. Some chick was in a flannel. I was like, shut up, flannel. (laughs) And so her and her boyfriend get up and walk out abruptly. And I'm like, well, I'm off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) 
So if there's uh, anything that uh, if there's anything that I am the largest nerd on ever, it is Star Wars. I've I have read almost the entire Star Wars library. I have uh, watched obviously all of the movies multiple times. I oh, do a semi annual watching where I do an, a marathon, and it's the Machete Order. If you don't know what the Machete Order is, you should Google it because it's really nerdy to explain. And uh, and I've played every single one of the video games to its entirety, uh, including the newest one. And uh, the whole thing is that I still have one of the least popular viewpoints about the about the movies ever. I guess I don't know. They really? like diehard fans are like the prequels suck, and I'm like they're good stories. Eat a dick, you know. Yeah, I liked every Star Wars movie that's ever come out, and I don't yeah. get why people don't like the newer ones. Yeah, I'm digging them. Yeah, I mean hardcore. I get that the uh, newest one that came out, like Last Jedi, was a bit weird. It was a bit on the weird. I side. liked it a great deal, but uh, Empire was weird when it came out. You know, I, I don't know. I, yeah, Empire Strikes Back was weird when it came it. out, um, and it had some really non-popular, like unpopular ideas in it, you know. And it was the first one that was not directed by, uh, by George Lucas. Yeah. Oh, right, Irvin Kershner was directed yeah. directed uh, Empire Strikes Back, and. Uh, and so it had some really unpopular ideas at the time because the 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 heroes didn't win in Empire Strikes Back, and uh, and it really was like a controversial deal at the time, I guess. But all the same, um, those movies are really critically acclaimed, and then the and then the prequels are like everyone goes, those things are pieces of shit. And I just don't agree. I I think that Jar Jar Binks is an, is an incredibly annoying character. I and I really I, do. I don't know his placement in the whole uh, Star Wars galaxy. To be honest with you, I think it could have gone without. I, he's the Shakespearean fool. It's it's not, even when you're comparing to Shakespeare and the Shakespearean no. fool, it is no, doesn't I, make sense. I'm just using it as a I'm using it as an example. So like he. He is the folly. He's the Magoo, right? So Mr. Magoo is a, is a perfect Shakespearean fool. Like he he gets into situations and then doesn't get harmed because of how how much of a fucking douche he is. Right? And that's Jar Jar Binks. Like he gets into situations that he fucks up royally, but ends up making a series of things that just don't end up harming him. He magoos his way through it. Magoos his way through it. That's pretty much it. That's that's uh, all yeah. he's supposed to be doing. That's all he's supposed to be doing. God, I hate him so much. I know, I know. And they were campy. Like the first, like the the prequels were a bit campy on the dialogue, you know, because George Lucas was writing them, and he does write a bit campy of the dialogue. He, it's a very campy. But then, uh, but other than that, I thought the ideas were were sharp and you know, whatever. It's all else. good. I. Uh, I'm proud for Lucas, uh, even though he has a lot of uh, Lucas Arts, still has a lot of control over Star Wars thing, even though Disney acquired him. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. We were uh, we're both subscribers to Disney Plus, obviously, because we do have ch- I, I have children and he yeah, has children. We have children, and so Disney Plus is kind of a no brainer for kids. 
because it's, it's like just good regardless. But but every, I've been watching it more. Than my kids have. Yeah. Well, they have. Every, they own everything. They Disney own every, owns everything. They need to actually have that be their logo when it signs on. It goes <laughs> Disney Plus, and then right underneath it goes We own everything. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They own ABC. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to see a lot of ABC television on there soon. Yeah. Uh, God, what else? The Star Wars, Fox Marvels. Um, yeah, they're Fox. God, they, they own so much, and a lot of people are like, "Well, Marvel's going to own Di- Disney's going to own Marvel. What's going to happen?" And it's like, let them run with it. Also, eat a dick. Yeah. They've gotten better. Yeah, no shit. Star Wars. Well, is actually, Disney. I don't know. It's they've good. gotten better, but they've gotten just as good. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm trusting Disney with this shit, all yeah. of it. Yeah. And I love it. And so, I will tell you, that's a that's a good ass seven dollars a month. Really? No shit for seven dollars a month. If nothing else, you should uh, just really just drink in that baby Yoda. The Mandalorian is one yeah. of the finest shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I actually, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Oh, sure. Huge. Um, you, you you know when you say when um, you are a Star Wars geek, uh, yeah. Finley and I really geeked out on Game of Thrones. In fact, I don't even know if there's anybody but Finley knows more about Game of Thrones than our Martin. Yeah. He's just that good. And then I got into it and I'm a nerd for Game of Thrones and I'm a huge fan. Mandalorian is such a good show. It is just as good. Yeah. It's, I will, it's a, just as good as a Game of Thrones. I will tell you that I saw this uh I saw this uh meme the other day that it was hilarious. And it showed a picture of Oberon, like uh, Pablo Pascal's Oberon, and then the Mandalorian, and it goes, Never wears a helmet. Now always wears a helmet. I guess he learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Pascal is such a bad ass, dude. Mm-hmm. He's so good in whatever he does. It's just good. Like Narcos uh, Mexico. On yeah. A, God damn, that is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. He was kind of a he was kind of a shit sipping piece of a piece of garbage on uh, the new uh, Go- uh, Kingsman. Yeah, King, yeah, he was the villain. But... Well, no, he was like a villain by convenience. Yeah, villain. Yeah, okay. No, he was good in that though. Whatever yeah, he, he does, was the guy is just phenomenal. But he was like a chauvinist fuckbag, you know. Like oh, he, yeah. he just did a good job playing it. Well, uh, the, yeah, all together, it, you know, he's just a good actor in general. Yeah. So yeah, spend the seven dollars a month on just to watch the Mandalorian yeah. by itself, and uh, then you can see heavyweights again. You can see like Home Alone again. You know, you can see all these old shows. I've been watching a lot of shit. Yeah, on Disney it's, Plus. It's weird it's as all fuck. Right. How nostalgic you're gonna be. Like, by the way, they're not sponsoring this episode. Yeah, I wish they were. Yeah, that'd be it'd be all right for us. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, nope, nope. I could finally pay rent. We're just being douchey about it. Yeah, just being super fans about Disney, and I'm okay that they bought all the cool shit like Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah, know what I wish they would do? Buy DC. Yeah, maybe then they'd put out a fucking decent movie. Did you see that uh, that they actually released Zack Snyder now against uh, DC's wishes? Released yeah. that there is in fact a Snyder cut. I I want to see it. I do too. I wonder goes, if it's a ploy though. He goes, it's three and a half hours long, and it is better. And I'm like, well, it can't be worse. <laughs> it can't be much worse. I tell you the truth. Uh, when it came to, we talk about it all the time. 
when it comes to the Nolan trilogy with Batman, bar none one one the finest trilogies ever made. Yeah, it ranks way up there. Yeah, the best. Yeah. Seriously, if if you take out even, I think it's even better than a chunk of the Marvel movies. To be honest with you, it's. You know what? I'm gonna go as far as to say this. I like the Nolan trilogy as far as trilogies goes more than I do Indiana Jones. It's a hard sell, I know, because Indiana Jones is just so ingrained to her lives of being some of the most yeah, I don't, I don't agree with you. Great, greatest movies ever made, but as far as trilogies goes, that Batman trilogy, by far, some of the finest cinematic masterpieces yeah. ever made. Yeah, and and Man of Steel ranks up there too. Man of Steel was no, phenomenal. I agree with that one. Yeah, that one's a good one. Man of Steel was good in those trilogies. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Everyone gives Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman, however you Whatever, say it. Whatever, yeah. And uh, a bad rap. I was like, it's not that bad. Then I watched it. I was like, oh, I kind of get it. You yeah, know, it's pretty bad. And then I watched the trilogy after that. I was like, holy shit, that movie sucks. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So um, Disney, please buy DC from Warner Brothers. Yeah. And make something good. So I but know, keep where, Harry, but keep a Superman. Yeah, Henry Cavill is Superman. Yeah, I will, we're getting long on the intro here, but I want to say this. I, I actually, this is important to me. Uh, there was an old Big Bang Theory joke that they made that uh, that uh, what's her face, uh, Blossom's character, whatever her name is, yeah, makes about Raiders of the Lost Ark, saying that the Indiana Jones does not change the outcome of that movie. That's true. And therefore, he is like a, a tangent character. And I figured out that that is not true. That is not true, and I'll tell you why. Tell us why. So first off, Belloc becomes famous because of his uh, gathering of Indiana Jones's first uh, uh, gold idol, right? The f- 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 that whole thing, yeah. right? So he wouldn't be famous enough to be hired by the by the Germans if he didn't get that. So a Indiana Jones makes Belloc what he is. Right there. All right. Okay. Then Indiana Jones enlists Marion Ravenwood, which results in the Nazis having the burn of the staff on their hand. And Marion Ravenwood getting abducted. So if without Indiana Jones talking to Marion Ravenwood, that never would have taken place. So they wouldn't have even been close to where the Ark of the Covenant was. So part two, they wouldn't have even been close, right? So there's the there's the second time he affected the outcome of that movie. Third, he actually, uh, you know, he enlists uh, Masala. Right, who uh, takes him to the dig site, and they find the actual location. Right, it's likely with the location that they were digging, and the location and and the expediency with which the Germans wanted to get to Hitler, that they would have given up prior to them ever finding the Ark of the Covenant. Third, and then fourth. They 
they went to a different island because he was fighting so hard. And they say that in the movie. So then it would have actually happened, likely, in Berlin had he not intervened. So that may be not be the best. <laughs> that may not be the best uh, intervention. But all the same, he absolutely affected the outcome of that movie, but not directly. Fair enough. Boom. Well, suck right. it, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, suck it in your uh, Farrah Fowler. Yeah, Amy Farrah Fowler. Amy Farrah Fowler, you liar. Eat a dick. We found your loophole. You're yeah. not a genius after all. Hell yeah, you just took a nerd to a real, a real fucking Indiana Jones nerd to really tear that shit apart. Well, you did it. I did. I still like uh, Batman better. Hey everyone, we know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, at our Gmail, Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, uh, first question. My boyfriend started dry heaving while he was going <laughs> down on me. He said it was just because he was feeling sick, but I had seen him eat a whole heck of a lot of curry. Before the event in question, he seemed really thrilled by the prospect of munching my carpet like 0.2 seconds before it happened. I'm not sure I can have sex with him ever again. My body has been desecrated. (laughs) I guess it was decent of him to lie to me rather than reveal his true feelings about my monster snatch. I want to scoop it out with a spoon like a jack-o'-lantern. Well... I feel like I I work really hard to convince him his wang is good. <laughs> what <laughs> is a good one? And I know that men need to be told their wang is good every once in a while because they are forgetful. So I take some time every once in a while to give him some sincere and thoughtful wang compliments. I told him one time, if you feel like things are ever not going your way, you can look to Jesus and thank him for giving you a very nice wang. <laughs> Say, mister, that's a swell dong you have there. Uh, I don't believe my effort is being reciprocated. When we first started dating in the heat of the moment, he used to point to things and yell at me, actually raise his voice to sit down so I can eat your pussy. But he no longer does that, and I guess he has begun to feel physically repulsed to the point it triggers his evacuation sequence when he whispers secrets to my groundhog. (laughs) (laughs) My heart is broken, and I want to sew myself into a full-body sweater. So it's not really a question, I guess. It's more like her actually just giving a whole bunch of of incredibly crazy names for her vagina. And giving him great compliments on his way. Yeah, can we can we can we just first let's let's let's, uh, let's first discuss the wang. All right, let's start with his wang. Because I will tell you this, um, I I've never had my penis called a wang by a female. I have never. Yeah. Uh. So. By all means, really, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that he doesn't have the nice penis, but uh, you calling it like a world class wang, and then telling him to look to Jesus and thank him for giving you a nice wang, very odd. 
That's uh, some weird yeah. 18th century bullshit. Also, very <laughs> like, do you say Wang when you say it like that? Or hey, that's like, a... are you just using it in the context of the question? Like, you don't want to say cock or dick or or penis. You're saying Wang. You want to say Wang in the in the question, or do you say that to him? Like, like, hey, your Wang goes well with my chung. Yeah, you got a nice <laughs> Wang. <laughs> that's a swell Wang. Yeah. You got a real nice looking wang. Let me take a picture of that. Send that to my grandma. Yeah, because that's, that's off putting. So nice. I'll tell you, that's off putting. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had a girl say, "What a hell of a wang you have there." Yeah, like Thank in that. God, you have that beautiful wang. Yeah, in those in yeah. that verbiage, you know, like I want to polish that up. I've had compliments that. about my about my penis, but like. You know, they're not great. <laughs> you know, like that's a blue ribbon picture at the fair. That's what that is. That's a hell of a wang. Yeah. Thank no. God you have that wang, really. I've never had a girl. The best I've ever had a girl compliment me on my dingling was said, You have a very approachable penis. <laughs> Thank I, you. I was honestly told one Thank time you. that I have the world's okayest penis. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good. You know, in general, it wasn't bad. <laughs> and it was a stripper that told you. So, hell, she knows a thing or two. Well, she does. Yeah. But no, it, it wasn't. It was a girlfriend. And she was like, I used to date a black guy and he had a huge penis. And I was like, OK, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she goes, in yours, I like better because it's the world's OK penis. And I was like, I'm not really sure what to do with that. Yeah. I'm going to go home like you don't like uh you like bargain shopping? Is that what it is? Yeah. You like the dollar store? Yeah. You do your shopping at the dollar store? Yeah. Is that what you're getting at here, lady? Okay. So now we've unpacked the wang thing. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, never over compliment a guy on his wang. Especially if you're using the term yeah. wang. Yeah. You could do it sexually. Be like, God, I can't wait to have that. Uh, Cock, dick. That, yeah. That. Penis. Yeah. Boner. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, just use Erection another... selection. Yeah, just Whatever. use another term. Yeah, wang. If you over-compliment a fella on his wang... And use the term wang. I think yeah. that's actually the important part about this. If yeah, you we're going to second-guess that. If you ever actually talk, to a, talk about a man's penis to him and use the term wang, it's not going to go over the way you think it is. At all. You could be like Don't you have the it. you have the biggest and nicest wang I've ever heard I've ever seen in my entire life, and it, your wang makes me feel awesome. He's gonna be like, she's patronizing me. Yeah, that's <laughs> a porn star wang. All right, lady, fine, I yeah. get it. It's not good. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right, so now let's actually get to the the meat and potatoes here, <laughs> the dry heaving, yeah. if you will. So. um... I find it interesting that you uh, brought up that you watched him prior to the dry heaving eat a fuck ton of curry. You said a heck of a lot of curry. Heck of a lot. What's a heck of a lot of curry, though? But also, I get that like if it's a normal amount of curry, there's a chance of dry heaving. Let's be honest. It doesn't really Mm. matter. Yeah, if you've eaten more than your fair share of curry, you're dry heaving. Yeah, like uh, if he if he ate a heck of a lot of curry, there's a chance he's hurling like no one's business, you know. So 
the the whole thing about it. And hold on, let's just back up a bit again. Too. <laughs> you called it a monster snatch, rug munching, carpet munching. Yeah, and I believe you also said I want to scoop it out. No, no, no. Um Hold on. Your groundhog. You called it your groundhog. Munching carpet. Uh your jack-o'-lantern. And so, whispering to my groundhog. Groundhog, yeah. So Which was confusing cuz I didn't think it, that a snatch really resembled a groundhog in any way, and you might have been referring to as Wang. Yeah. So. And I'm confused. Yeah. So there's a there's an uh, there's an awful lot of of messaging in that saying like, do you have an awful lot of hair? Oh. Like around your vagina. Like an 80s like, bush. But no, like, 70s bush. But like, yeah, like seventies, like you primp it, you know, like you can really like throw it out. <laughs> the bangs look as good as yours, the ones on the head. Yeah, like uh, maybe he got a hair in his mouth. And Your just pubes caught, look like Skid Row. Yeah, his his the hair just got in his throat, and he had to gag a bit. You know, one of those things. But the fact also, and I feel like this is maybe more important, that you're using terms like wang and groundhog and munching carpet makes it seem as though you turn a sexual act into something that can be heave-inducing. Yeah, I still... You know, like you're in a you're in a grocery store with him, and you're like, I can't wait for you to fucking munch my shit box, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm dry even right now thinking about it. Yeah, like please don't call it that. I really do want to. I really do want to lick your vagina, but uh, or eat your pussy or whatever the hell. Yeah, know. whatever I'm yelling at you. Yeah, the normal shit. Uh, but you're like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you fuck my groundhog? And you're like. No, not not as much now that you've said that. Yeah. Why don't you take a visit to the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe eat my Harry Reynolds. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's good. My Harry Reynolds. Yeah. Eat a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) And so so here is the here is the confluence of ideas. You really liked uh you're smoking the bandit. You like that mustache? Yeah. Tell you what, I have something you could like that's just as hairy down here. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just tongue Burt Reynolds down there? <laughs> like bandit era Burt Reynolds. Yeah. We're going for crazy ass metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you go visit the forest? Say hi to Grizzly Adams for me. Yeah, it must ask what? you a question. <laughs> All right, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm dry heaving. Yeah. Maybe but, it's you, lady. Yeah, they, I think there's a confluence of ideas here. Uh, you might have some sort of uh, aversion towards actually using anatomical names, and so you use like comically and sometimes inappropriately vulgar terms for uh, genitals. Uh, the other part of it is that he, in fact, did have a fuck ton of curry, to your own admission, and. I eat curry and I am on the toilet within 20 minutes. That's no shit. I don't know. That's a lot of shit. Yeah. It's it's no shit. It's a lot of shit. It comes out almost the exact same way it goes in. It's just pretty much like. Consistency, really. Yeah. It's just like, uh, oh, hey, 
I'm going to enjoy this for like 15 minutes and then I'm going to have to go, you know. See, this is why I don't buy the curry story because anybody that's not Indian that eats that much curry is on the toilet or the oh, dry yeah. heaving. They're nauseous. Oh, yeah. If they're eating a bunch of curry, as you say. A heck of a lot. Yeah, I don't buy into that. If by chance you said we were in Salina, Kansas, and he ate 3D-year-old, 3D-old sushi and didn't have a problem, then he dry heaved on my fucking cooch, I could understand. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's you, lady. Yeah, then that's a, that's a that's monster you. snatch, as you, as you put it yeah, in the question. Yeah, go ahead and but breeze it. But it seems like if, he, if he's like, oh, yeah, let's go Indian, and then eats a fuck ton of curry... Yeah, dry heaving is something that I would expect as a matter of course. Especially if it's the really spicy shit. Yeah, if he's yeah. not dry heaving after curry, you know, you probably ate bad curry, really. <laughs> it's bad curry. Yeah. So there is that piece. And and or uh, 70s style Afro bush that is the choking hair. Thing. I have a funny story. It's about that choking hair. Yeah. I was once talking with this chick, and we were doing our thing. What's our thing mean? Uh, we were hanging out. Okay. And doing things. Touching vaginas. Well, I was touching her, sure. Yeah. And anyway, she's like, yeah, one time I was uh, incarcerated. I mean, this hot chick, we're hooking up. She's like, okay. We were. I was going down on her. She had a bush. One of her pubes flew in my mouth, and I started to get that tickle in my throat, and I tried to like, <laughs> yeah, and then I actually puked on her vagina. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what it is. It's a real thing. It's a thing, lady. It's a thing. Yeah, fucking maybe shave. Yeah, so I mean, maybe it is kind of a monster snatch, but not in the way you're thinking. It maybe it doesn't smell terrible. Yeah, maybe it's um, not gross down as there. As long as you're, you know, like showering fairly regularly and, uh, you know, um, not douching or, or whatever else the OBGYNs are telling you to do, don't douche. That's that's pretty much what the, the, the school of thought is. Yeah. Just wash. Yeah, you know, just, just wash, wash the it. outside, you know, that's like normal. Fine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as long as you're doing those things, it's probably not a terrible smelling vagina. Well, I've been with some chicks, and I was like, that is rank. I'm not sure. going down on you. But I think that she would have already figured that out if he was earlier on going, let me eat that pussy. Never mind. You know, like, he would have already reversed course and been like, I mm. think that I'm not ready for the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The smorgasbord is it for me. Yeah. I'm going to order off the menu. Yep. I'm going to go full kosher on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get someone to bless this, please? Yeah. I need a, I need a, I need, I need one rabbi. <laughs> he can bless this. It has not been made. He just uses that excuse. It's the Sabbath. I can't. Yeah. I can't eat this on the Sabbath. Yeah. This was it. This is the thing that was not made in the kitchen that was prepared with the other meat. We can bless this and I can have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that honestly, lady, it's the curry. Honestly, having had a whole heck of a lot of curry myself, I ended up destroying a relationship I had because I had curry the night before. That's bold. 
Yeah. So I uh, was at a uh, I one of my fraternity brothers is is uh, Indian as they come. I guess I don't know. He's from India. It's not really like Indian as they come, but he I was, think so. Yeah, he's from India, and uh, he lived with four other fellows from India, and uh, they were having a party for Diwali. Uh, it's a it's an Indian New Year. Right, it's a really fucking cool party. If you have never been to a Diwali party, you should go. I'm just telling you that right now. But the whole thing is, is they made a lot of food. All of it has curry in it, and it all tastes delicious. And none of it actually is beneficial for you. <laughs> I've never been to one of those parties. Yeah. So, uh, the whole thing is like everyone gets just full and hammered. That's the whole thing. It's like as a, it's an Indian New Year. It's it's an amazing party. Diwali's amazing, right? So I'm just like shoving food in my mouth hole, and I'm about to meet my girlfriend's parents and her younger sister the next day. Didn't think anything of it that night. I'm just like, Diwali's awesome. We're doing a, a crazy Indian dance, and I've just got curry in my mouth. Everything's I'm Bollywood and I'm curry. Fine. Yeah, we're all doing this Indian dance. I'm fucking full. I feel good. The food was delicious. Whatever else. And uh, then the next morning, I am just screaming out of my own asshole. That's fair. And my living room and my bathroom and my college apartment were really close. And so I am actually screaming because of all of the shit that's flying out of my asshole. So you can actually hear me exclaiming about my asshole, but then also hear my asshole <laughs> exclaiming about the shit that's coming out. And at that moment, or sometime during that encounter, my girlfriend, her mom, and her little sister come into the, the apartment that I live in, unbeknownst to me. And so <laughs> I am screaming cuss words and pretty much bleeding out of my asshole which is all incredibly audibly apparent to everyone directly outside of the bathroom, which is everyone in the living room, which is the three people I did not want to hear that. And uh, so I spent the next 35 minutes, you know, just like just straight destroying my own toilet and then walk out to the most ashamed looking girlfriend, (laughs) the most unapproving mother, and the most distraught little sister I've ever seen in my entire life. And then about two hours later, I get a text saying we're no longer dating. <laughs> That's good shit, man. Yeah, then she stole my TV and a coffee maker. <laughs> Dad, insult to injury there? Yep. A guy that shits like that doesn't need these kind of belongings. Well, no, they were borrowing a TV and a coffee maker, and then she just stole them. She just comes over. Oh, that is just ungodly unbearable yeah, for everyone. I will tell you also, it did not smell amazing in that living room <laughs> because of the proximity to the bathroom. <laughs> and it was our only bathroom in the apartment. Is that the... Yes, the, the, yes, uh, you were in that apartment. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, basement apartment. Yes, yes, oh, it was. Oh, God, we have stories about that place. Yeah, so it was that apartment. Oh, wow. It's right next to the living room, the ba- the bathroom is, you know, and it really echoes. And so, yeah, yeah, that happened. That happened uh, egregiously. 
So in general, lady, it's likely the curry. It has to be the curry. Could be pube. It, it, it's a pube curry ratio. It's a, yeah, it's got to be a pube curry confluence. I think uh, the CDC should probably look into that uh, pube curry. Yeah, that ratio yeah. there. Yeah, when that shit happens, there's going to be some dry mm. heaving going on. And then maybe don't call it a wang. You know, I, I to be honest with you, I'm EMT. And one of our classes is uh, we talked about the pube curry currency and what we should do when we're assessing the patient when they're visibly nauseous like that. And they're dry heaving. It's like, did you by chance eat curry or go down on a girl with a hairy box? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, I know yeah. what's going on. Did you? Uh, did she also call your dick a wang? Yeah. <laughs> did she call it a wang? Yeah, she called it a wang. Oh, fuck. You're fucked. Oh, God, dude. I've seen this a thousand yeah, times. This is a tale as old as time. Yeah. I couldn't Song help but notice. Song as old as rhyme. Yeah. But your TV and coffee pot is missing, too. Am I right? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah, you're yeah. actually not that sick, bro. Yeah. Also, she's going to break up with you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah. By the way, you live alone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, lady. Just follow those examples. Hey, everybody. You have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at Gmail.com. Also, reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. All right. Uh, How do I cross the menacing threshold of the first fart? My girlfriend and I have been dating for a little over a month now, and things have been going incredibly well. I'm wild about this girl and really want to go the distance with her. We go to a small private college together with pretty strict rules. Open hours, no co-ed living situations, no PDA. When we hang out, we usually go to one of our apartments to watch a movie or something. But that can be problematic considering me, considering we both have five roommates. Here is the essence of the situation. I have horribly vicious farts (laughs) that have the power to decimate all life within a square mile. I hold them in as any gentleman with my condition should, but it ends up hurting my stomach to the point that an orchestra is resonating within me. What if I fart and she catches a whiff and dies on the spot? What if her roommates walk in on the damage and give up the ghost? <laughs> that means. I don't what know, but I, I hold, like it. What if I hold it in too long and end up soiling my pants with the toxic waste from the pressure? Strange as the internet, how do I fart in front of my girlfriend? <laughs> Just like how he says this college. Pretty strict set of rules. No PDA, no farting. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? They have a strict no flatulence rule. Yeah, like you can't fart in front of your college. girlfriend at this private college. So uh, No girlfriends, and if you have one, definitely do not shit your pants in front of yeah. one. Yeah, well, I will tell you, buddy, um, just on first glance of this whole problem, I would not wait until you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, just littered. No, hey, I have a problem. I've rumble in the Bronx, if you will. Yeah. I really I got a really Jackie Chan situation going on (laughs) right now. She's like, what? You're gonna do your own stunts? Yeah. No. About ready to shit my pants. Yeah. I'm gonna do my own shits, is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. No No stuntman made for this. (laughs) I'm gonna do my own shits. Yeah. 
I think that uh, I, you know, I sympathize with this situation because I've been in it. I have a fair amount of gas myself. I've also held it in enough that I was just like, they go, are you hungry? We just ate. And I was like, no. But they were like, why is your stomach making all that noise? And you're like, because it does. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've been there. You know, I have a very gassy tummy at times. I admit it. Yeah. Sometimes I am like this guy. I'm in a new relationship. And when they stay over in the morning, I'm almost relieved when they go just so I could just rip one. Yeah. So I found early on a real foolproof situation for this kind of for this kind of situation. Right. I'm all ears. So here's the deal about this. It has to be really staged. What you end up doing is acting like you're asleep before they are. You're in the same bed and you act like you're asleep, like hard asleep before they're asleep. And in that stage of deep sleep that you are faking, you let one fucking tango. <laughs> just let her fucking have it. Like, just give it the gusto. Let the whole fucking thing go, but don't make it seem like you're awake. Like, if you laugh afterwards, it's fucking gone. <laughs> That's what I would do. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you've got to act like you're asleep and fucking let her have it. Right? And then wait to see what she does without giving a response. And that's the hard part about it. Is that in your state of faked sleep, you have to still stay asleep. You just fucking rip her good. So you just can't open one eye to see her response nope. after you shit your pants? No, you gotta face away All right. from her. Alright. You gotta face away from her. Act like you're asleep. And then let her fucking have it. And I mean, let, let me like cry havoc and let the dogs of war out, you know, like just give her the fucking worst one you can while it seems like you're not awake. Right. So it seems like you have no control over the situation. She is not thinking that you're doing it to spite her, all that kind of stuff. But then she gets a real good chance to deal with the shit that you're going to be fucking slinging at your asshole. And that's fair. And that's the thing is like, you gotta play though. You gotta play with it. Like you're asleep. You cannot make a fucking move. You You, gotta be dead. You really have to dedicate your, uh, self to this role of sleeping boyfriend. You gotta dedicate. Cause if you make a fucking move, you make a goddamn sound. She knows you're awake and the fucking ploy is gone. The whole idea behind this play is that she gets a good whiff of it and and, and plays it off like, oh, he's just asleep. It's fine. Yeah, he's just shitting in the bed when yeah. he's asleep. Probably. You know? And you don't shit yourself. Obviously, you don't push hard. Yeah, you know? just... Let don't like let her fucking have it and like shit your pants in the bed and then have to deal with that while you're where you pretend to be asleep. <laughs> but you know, like you know, let her have a good one. And then if she just goes, "Good lord," and starts like dry heaving, 
then you know you probably gotta maybe bathroom it. After yeah, that. just just go to the bathroom, take care of it. Yeah. But if she if she just kind of goes, oh, and then plays it off, then you're not doing too bad. And then the next one is the key, right? The first one is fine if you yeah. do it that way, right? Because it's not in your control. You're asleep, and she just happened to catch you at a vulnerable moment, and you're asleep, and, and she finds it endearing kind of, right? Then the next one is key. Because it's funny. <laughs> Just a water gag. No. Uh, you, you fart and then buttercupper. No, that's your ploy. No, really. I think this guy should just do it. <laughs> no. Right. My ploy Fair was enough. just my ploy was just like, I have to fart and I'm sorry and I fart. <laughs> it happens, lady. Yeah. Don't judge and you me. just own it. Right? <laughs> But she's already dealt with the sleep fart. So the first one's over. So then you just declare it that I'm farting and I have to fart. She's already like, well, I've already already dealt with the farts. Because he was sleeping and he farted. And then, you know, people fart. So now he's declaring it. It's like, well, I've already dealt with it once. It's not that bad. Right? So then you kind of break up the first fart issue into two kind of fart scenarios. Two fart scenarios. The fart area. Yeah. And you don't actually have to deal with it directly because you've already actually kind of dealt with the first, like, daring part of the fart while you were, quote, unquote, asleep. And then the second one, you're just like, I'm sorry, I have to do this. I have to fart. And I'm sorry. It happens. And if you declare it like that, she can't really just go, fuck you, I hate you, and then leave. Which always happens to me. Yeah. Regardless. You just you just fart regardless. without telling her, and you're like, what's that smell? And you're like, oh, it was out of my asshole. And she's like, fuck you, leaves. Yeah. That's not my ploy. I have my own little trick. I don't know if it works. So <laughs> anyways, I just sleep spoon style away from her. Like she's Big Spoon? Like, yeah, she's uh, the small spoon. I'm the big spoon. Oh, so no, oh, yeah. so you're you're like yeah, my yeah. ass is away from her. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. And then uh, I gently to myself raise one butt cheek. Yeah, the pull and, apart. Yeah, the pull apart, and I just let a squeaker go, and it just goes. Yeah. And then by that time, I'm just like, I hope she owns a dog. I could blame this on. Yeah, they never do. Yeah, they don't, and then they know it's me anyway. Yeah. And it's embarrassing regardless, but I'm just throwing their shit in my pants. I'll tell you this. I've been married for like 10 years almost, and uh, I still do the pull apart. Oh, yeah, you're doing the pull apart. Well, because I I will be honest with you, it's funny to me. (laughs) The pull apart's funny? Yes, because I don't want to create alarm. Because you could do a lot more damage without the alarm. That's true. You it know, sounds like, like this guy, he's doing the same thing. Yeah, like if I really kind of rally one out, um, she's going to be like, that's disgusting. Even now, you know, <laughs> 10 years later, she's going to be like, that's disgusting. I know it's going to smell like a dead person died with dead other people in their asses. You know, like a dead person shoved a dead person in their ass. 
and then happened to fart that dead person out. And uh, I go, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So if I just do the pull apart. Pull apart's a good move. It's a good move. The pull apart's a good move where you just slightly spread your cheek. Yeah. And just let that fucking shit kind of fly without really a whole lot of vibration. And then you could blame it on her. No, no, no. You oh, just I do. Wait, you just wait till it hits. You just wait till that fucking shit hits and just bask in the glory of the response, especially at 10 years. I'll be honest with you. That's the whole thing. Early on, I'd be like the pull apart and I would fan it out the back part of the comforter and be <laughs> like, hopefully she's not <laughs> hearing this piece, you know? Where I'm just like in bed with her, just fan like pull apart and then fan it out the backside of the comforter so that she's not catching it. You know, maybe it catches like the whole room and she's like, oh, is it my dog? I'm not really sure. Um, but now I'm like pull apart. Dutch oven. And then I just no, I lift up the comforter right in front of her and just waft it into her nose. You know, I'm so, a fan of that move. Yeah. So it's not really a Dutch oven because Dutch ovens are, you know, it's dang- a wafter. Yeah, it's dangerous in a different way. But if you, it, it's like almost more <laughs> subtle and then a Dutch oven, you know, where it's just kind of like you pull apart it, you catch it on your end, you don't and let the comforter get up it. on your end, you know, and then you just kind of, you just kind of act like you're wanting to get your arm closer to her and you just pull what? up the, com- the covers <laughs> just a tad, just a tad, enough, you know. Just to enough to little, waft. Just, just to create a little bit of air movement towards her nose. And then you just waft it in her direction. And let it just fucking smack her right <laughs> in the suck hole. And, uh, and then when that happens, she's just kind of like, you sack of shit. <laughs> you sack of shit. You pathetic motherfucker. Yeah. How, how goddamn dare desert. you. One, so <laughs> I've been doing this for like years. And then not like a week ago, like maybe two weeks ago, something like that, I pulled apart and farted. And she just goes, did you just pull your asterisks apart to fart? (laughs) And I was like, did I? I don't know. And then she just a surprise. Yeah. And then she took a whiff and she goes, God damn you. And I was like, I might (laughs) have. I might have. Ten years. Ah, that's good. Ten years. That's good work. That's good work that, that you've done. Good work. You really SVU'd this whole thing here. Yeah, listener, listen to our uh, our heat here. This is yeah. all you need to do. Yeah. I just like how he's like, we all live with five roommates apiece. Yeah. It's like, and my farts are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I guarantee you, they're probably not as bad as somebody else's. Oh, they're probably pretty bad. I just like. My roommates make me uh, climb up a stepladder and make me sleep with my ass in the fridge. Sure. <laughs> Just in the icebox. Just my ass. Because <laughs> I farted so much. <laughs> we don't actually have any food in the frozen section of our living quarters because my ass is there every night as I try to slumber. I will tell you this, man. Uh, funny thing about this that you don't understand is that you break that threshold and you fart in front of her. Uh, funny part about that is that she's going to reciprocate. Yeah. And girls' farts are the worst. And girls fart a lot. They don't smell as much, but they are fucking percussive. They're they're worse somehow. Yeah, like they... they uh, 
honestly, they don't smell as bad commonly. Commonly, they don't smell nearly as bad. Like, you can pull apart, have a have a good stinker. But what they'll do is just be like this, hey, if you're farting, fuck, I'm going to let her go, and then just have butt trumpet shit all over the fucking place. And you won't smell it, but the whole sound of it, you're just kind of like, I'm turned off. Somehow that turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is it's just like, hey, good morning. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, whatever, I guess. I'm going to work. Yeah, this is what's happening. This is this is how our life is now. Yeah, we're just butt trumping it everywhere, both yeah. of us. So, I mean, my whole point with this is that you break the first fart threshold, good for you. The whole fact of it is, is being transparent about it is probably the easier way to go. Declare the fart or don't and have a good laugh about it and then make that a joke that you're going to laugh about for years. That's usually how it happens anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's how I know I'm in a good relationship. It's like when I can publicly announce that I have farted, lady. (laughs) She's like, okay, you're gross, but we're going to go about our day. Yeah. I know I made it. Yeah. Or when I could uh, confidently say, I got to go take a grump. <laughs> yeah, I got to go grump one out. Yeah, I'm going to go take a I righteous farted deuce. and you're welcome. And That's uh, when you know you made it. Yeah, but I will say also that expect the response. Because there will be a response. I'll never forget that time, though, uh, when we were all uh, living here going to college. Yeah. And we are all over at uh, Karen and Lynn's house. Yeah. And they had to sleep with a fan on for white noise to go to sleep, both of them. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you know what Adam does? He'll fart in the, into the fan when we're in bed, and then he kind of almost positions himself so he could smell his own doings. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, who doesn't do that, though, yeah. Come on. But he also <laughs> peed on her once. Yeah, he did do that. They're still married, have a bunch of kids. Yeah, they're, they're doing wildly successful. It's been like 20 years now. No, it's uh, uh, they're going on a, like uh, 12 or 13 yeah, years. I don't yeah. know. After 10, it's 20. Yeah, my Regardless, well after 10, every year after that, yeah, it's 20. <laughs> they got engaged in my 21st birthday party. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess no, they got they got married at, uh, when I was 20. Yeah, so it's uh, 13 years ish. Well, good for them. I'm sure they're both smelling each other's farts, Hell whether yeah, they, they want to or not. Whole bunch. And I got kids' farts. Yeah, and everyone has kids' farts. My yep. daughters are just farting everywhere. There's farts everywhere. There Everybody fart. farts. Every that's what you have to tell this lady. Be like, listen, I can't hold it in anymore. Yep, it's a part of me. Everybody farts. Everyone farts. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah, that I'm perfect. I'm Fabio. I don't shit my yeah, pants. Yeah, feel like Jesus was Jewish. Everyone farts. Yeah. <laughs> also, Jesus thinks I have a good wang, and I'm going <laughs> to fart to prove it. All right. Hey, everyone. You want a question answered? Do you want to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at DearIllAdvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, and our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page, at Dear Ill-Advised. All right, so this one's a bit alarming, I would say. I don't know if uh, 
I'm a 23-year-old male, and I just want to ask my friend, who is a 16-year-old female, to the movies just as friends. I know the age difference is some is perhaps striking, so I'm just wondering if this would be at all kosher. We've been friends for almost a year and a half now. She'll be 17 in a few months, too. I'm not really wanting a romantic thing right now. It's just we get along well and we have fun when we're together. We work together in the summers, but during the school year, obviously, we don't have a lot of opportunities to see each other with her being in high school and me in college. I'd be lying if I didn't say I think she's cute, but I don't think it's the right time to act on my feelings for her as more than friends. And maybe it never will be. And that's totally okay because honestly, it's just nice to have a friend. I know the age thing is probably totally weird, but it doesn't really matter when we're together. We have the same dorkiness and values, so we just get along, you know? Do we? And that's really not all that common for me, although I do have friends like me. So am I way out of line here, or is this okay? Okay, bud. None of this is okay, it seems. Uh, yeah. None. What's your end game here? Yeah. So. Uh, well, right now I don't want anything sexual in a relationship. Yeah. But God, so, so funny thing about she's gonna this, be seventeen in a few months. I figure it's fair game then. Yeah. So I figure about this. This guy is really contemplating dating this sixteen-year-old. Yeah. When she's of age. No, I feel like he's really contemplating dating her now. Like, really contemplating it. Like, it's not that bad, right? Right? Like, he's got these other friends in quotes, you know? Like, I don't know what kind of other friends he might have if he's really just like, I really just love this 16-year-old hanging out with her. I think it's great, really. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, you know, we, we just really get along, you know? Like... I want to know what his other 23-year-old male friends think about this. Like, hey, buddy, uh, it's a devil's candy, really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 16 will get you a 20. Yeah, it's not really all that great of a move. And he's like, it's not statutory as much when she's 17. It's more indecencies, you know? So I, I don't know. Maybe that's the time. And the whole fact he's like, we're just friends right now. But he... <laughs> He also says things like, I know it's not a, the appropriate time to act on my feelings. It's like, well, obviously she's not a fucking friend, bro. She's saying that at all. Lot. Yeah. At all. Yeah, she's not just a friend, my friend. And the thing about uh, girls or people in general is that if you don't give them sometimes people in general clear... Like, signs like, hey, this isn't a thing. They're going to think it's a thing. Yeah. Especially at that age. Yeah, sure. I wondered, yeah, is this a thing? She's like, I'm hanging out with this 23-year-old guy. He's older and more mature. I like him a lot. We're going to do things together. We work together and get along really well. I feel like he's going to be a really great boyfriend. All that kind of stuff. And he's just like, she's a great friend right now, and I don't know if we're going to really get you know, to that, that stage. And I don't think that she's going to feel the same way, kind of. 
But I also don't understand. I don't think that he understands how close he is to statutory rape. I, you know, like she is jail bait and a half. Yeah, and depending on what state you live in, too. That yeah, sometimes uh, eighteen means eighteen. Even though some yeah. states are like, well, seventeen sometimes mean eighteen. Yeah, sixteen's the age of consent. Yeah, but only if the parents say so. Yeah, which is weird all in itself, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, that's a whole weird fucking point of things. Yeah, being the father of two young daughters, I could honestly say that 30's pushing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you wait till she's 31, pal? But can I... It's odd to me... I just... I just feel like it's weird. It's weird. Very weird. What that he, this guy just goes, it's nice to have a friend, and then says later, but I have other friends. And it's like, but do you? Yeah, maybe hang out with them. Yeah. Maybe do you have other them. friends? Do you have other friends? Or are your other friends just kind of friends that aren't like uh, perky-ass teens? And you're just like super into a perky-ass teen? Yeah, I think he's into this super... Perky ass teen. <laughs> That's what I mean. This is weird. Like, uh, the fact that you just kept mentioning, like, she's just a friend, but she'll be 17 in a few months. Like, all right, first red flag, bud. Yeah, that's good uh, on you. Good on you. Uh, but we're just really good friends. Okay, second red flag. You, do you know her parents? Yeah. It's just nice yeah. to have a friend. Third good, <laughs> third red flag. Good on you. Uh, but I do find her cute. Fourth red flag. Uh, it's weird to act on my feelings right now. Fifth red yeah. flag. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, act on them. Yeah, the whole time it's like, hey, bud, uh, maybe you just, you know, pull the ripcord and back the fuck out of this jailbait scenario. <laughs> no shit. Nothing you know? about this makes you sound like a good guy. Yeah, where it's like, hey, uh, can you go to the movies? Uh, do you want to ask your mom? <laughs> yeah. Ask your mom if you could go to the movies with yeah. me. Yeah. You know, I can drive us there and, uh, you know, buy us booze. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy his booze. <laughs> I'm hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy you some fucking uh, pina coladas. <laughs> pina coladas. Everyone likes the pina coladas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy you a pina colada. We're just friends. You know, and I, I somewhat, I somewhat... Somewhat, and I I am using that word really strongly here. Sympathize with this guy. I was 24 and dated a 19 year old. Well, that's legal. It is legal, but still it did not, not like work out tea. in my favor. Uh, it did not work out in my favor at all. She was absolutely too young for me, and uh, at the time. I, I didn't realize it until I was standing in a Build-A-Bear. And I was like, hey, um, do you have like a nephew or a niece that we're building this bear for? And she said, no, I just like Build-A-Bear. And I said, wow, that's a, that's a real eye-opener. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a Build-A-Bear. Yeah, I've been to one now multiple times, you know, because I have the kids, but... Yeah. Uh, they still have them? Oh, yeah. Fucking everywhere, dude. Oh, no shit. They're fucking everywhere. I have like nine huh. Build-A-Bears upstairs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, now it's like, you know, I'm going there for the kids, so it just doesn't really matter now. 
But at well, the time, now. yeah, at the time, I was like, why the fuck am I in a Build-A-Bear? We're in a mall. Yeah. At the time, you're talking to this awkward 23-year-old. He's telling you he doesn't like this 16-year-old chick. They're just friends. Yeah, right? But then I'm over there questioning. Yeah, I'm 24, <laughs> and this lady comes up and goes, you need a Build-A-Bear for your child? And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure why the fuck I'm here. Yeah. I'm regretting it ever I was like, since you, I you, walked in the door. I was like, you might want to ask her. She's like, is your, she your little sister or something? I was like, you know, it'd be weirder. Be uh, or less weird. I'm not really sure no, which. I'm banging this chick. Yeah. Uh, girlfriend, actually. And uh, I'm not really sure about that title right now. <laughs> yeah. No, sir, just to uh, save time, I'm going to go ahead and go behind the desk and call the cops. Yeah. Because this is weird. Funny story about that. Build-A-Bear has a clown sometimes. And that clown uh, honked a horn in my face. And... And he immediately regretted it because I have a deep-seated hatred for clowns and a fear, really, that, like, is resonating in my soul. Really? That that really just, it now manifests as a hatred, but uh, was, uh, you know, like I had multiple night terrors about clowns when I was a kid. And so now it just resonates as, like, a deep-seated hatred for clowns. So this clown honked a horn in my face. I was in the Fort Collins Mall, the East Ridge Mall in Fort Collins, and I punched that clown square in the suck hole. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, but the officers at the East Ridge Mall did not agree, and um, I was put in their little holding cell because I didn't know that existed. A little holding cell in the East Ridge Mall. Is that legal? It is. All apparently. right. Fair enough. Go on. And so I had to wait there until my 19-year-old girlfriend bailed me out of the Eastridge Mall Jail after being in a -a Build-A-Bear. So after that, I assume things went south quickly. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I dumped her on her birthday. Class move. Yeah, I I didn't mean to do that. She just heard me discussing plans for doing other things besides dating her uh it was her 20th birthday and the day her uncle who she really respected okay died of leukemia that sucks and all i said was i will probably break up with her when i move home for the summer because i don't feel like i can see us be having a future and she broke my nose and uh and left me on my back porch with my nose bleeding. And then Jimmy and I did a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm glad the uh, the uh, story you told had a silver lining. Mm-hmm. Just any time you have a broke nose, one thing you want to do is snort shit up it. Well, I've had my nose broken many a time. So breaking my nose is not necessarily something that's going to be earth shattering for me. All right, I just don't understand how you could get shit up there when it's broke, but... For normal people, probably not very well if it's broken, you know, it's probably clogged. But for me, it's kind of like a wind flap. It just, like, you break my nose, it just kind of starts flapping around. It's like, oh, again with this? <laughs> Fair enough. You know? So I reset it, and then it was fine. But uh, the whole point, though, is that uh, young girls, dude... Don't. Devil's candy. Don't. Even if you're 23, if they are a young... If you are 23 and they're younger than 21, what the fuck do you have to do with them? 
Yeah. Because you're at that age, you want to go hang out, you want to go to the clubs, you want to go to the bars, you want to hang out with your I, friends and drink, and you cannot when you have a younger girlfriend, especially one is not a legal adult, you yeah, fucking see, moron. And if she was uh, maybe 18 to 20, I could see that a bit, you yeah. know, because it's kind of nice. You get your alone time, like you hang out with your girlfriend, and then she can't go to the bars, so you go to the bars with your friends, and uh, you get your alone time. You know, you get your time with your friends and whatever else, and that's okay. That part was okay. And then she could drive you home. That part's all right. Uh, however, that hinges on her being a legal adult. Yeah. Don't do it. She's like, I had to borrow my mom's car to come and get you from the bar. <laughs> She's real thrilled, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, no, bud. No, I uh, don't... Uh, actually understand your end game here is like she will she'll be 17 in a few yeah. months are you long game in this like she's like when she turns 18 you're gonna be like well now she's mine yeah well, i tell you also dumb move she's not yeah at all because she's gonna realize that you're a piece of shit probably that liked 16 year old her and yeah. then she's gonna be like well matthew uh likes art and the music of X Ambassadors. Yeah. He's more my speed. Yeah. Because we're both in high school. Yeah. Where you just graduated college and or am much older. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. You're a retard. Yes. Sorry. Nope. I can't use that word. Sorry. You are a dunce. A dunce. Sure. You yeah. Are whatever. A big fucking stupid sit in the corner dunce because also, you are doing bad shit. Also, maybe a felon. <laughs> <laughs> it might no, because he doesn't have any relations physical yeah. with the sixteen-year-old, which legally is fine. Yeah, it is. But it just kind of sounds like you're setting up some shit. Yeah, you're long game in it. You're felon adjacent, my friend. Yeah, you are felon adjacent. You, I've never seen. Anyone do this kind of long game before? Where it's I'm like, sure, well, I'm, I'm sure betting. it took place in like the turn of the 19th century. <laughs> well, there was like 13 year old you, huh? All right. I think you're going to be great at 18, <laughs> 16, nope. 15, or whatever the hell they were married. 18, 19th then. century. They're like 13, huh? A little old, but sure, we'll get married. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got about 16 years left to live. Yeah. Unless <laughs> right. the flu gets me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have the consumption. Yeah. The consumption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Bud, uh, I would say uh, let's yeah. not let's not get the statutory. Yeah, unless this is an uh, 1870s Nebraska. Probably move on, bro. Yeah, I'm just... Just yeah, go just, somewhere else. You know, just maybe... Hang out with your other friends. Yeah, you know, meet girls your age. If she's if she turns eighteen, then reaches out to you again. Fine. Yeah. Why not? Maybe at that that's point weird. Time, you know, at that point in time, you'd be like, "We're gonna reevaluate our connection." Sure. Yeah. At that point, she's a legal adult and can make her own dis- decisions, and you can legally accept those decisions. Yeah. But at this point in time. Seems kind of like you're smacking the lion's mouth, is all I'm saying. And I hope this lion bites you. Bite your dick off, bud. Bites your wing. Just right in the wing. Right in the, a wing chew. Just, he's going to chung your wing big time. 
And I hope that happens because you are playing with fire, sir. <laughs> hey guys, how are you guys enjoying the show? If you want to reach us, please do so at Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also, you can reach us at our website, illadvised.podbead.com. As my girlfriend psychic, I cheated on her a few times while she was out of town, but covered my tracks well, and somehow she knew anyways, and I honestly don't know how. Is she psychic? Yep. <laughs> That's the only thing that could... Uh... That was the whole thing? Yep, that is the whole thing, and I, I have to I agree with him. I cheated on her a couple of times. So, so I cheated on her while so, she was out of town, but she so, knew anyway. So here's the thing about this. She was out of town, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. Nope, he was okay. in town cheating. Okay. Cheating. So, so she goes out of town, and he's just like, listen here, ladies, fuck palace is open right now. <laughs> The Poontang Palace. Yeah, let's let's go to Fucktown. Population, me and you. And uh, he's done it more than once. Yeah, a few times and she was out of town. I will say it does seem as though, when he says it like that, uh, he means multiple women, right? I would assume. So depending on the size of the town, what he's done, though, is still plant the seed all over the place. So if it were like Rock Springs is a small town, right? Uh, sure. His girlfriend or wife or whatever the fuck uh, leaves. If that were to happen and then you were to cheat on her here. They would know because. Like multiple people would know because no one shuts their mouth. Not here. Everyone fucking knows about things. And she would find out via probably like social media while she was gone. Oh, shit. I cover my tracks well. Yeah, I cover my tracks well, meaning like you, you like. Did what, bud? Like you clean the sheets. Yeah. You know? Erased your search history. Yeah. Like, I, like, fuck palace. <laughs> like, uh, massage parlor hand jobs on Google or something, you know, like. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm just coming up with things. I have no idea. I don't know what he did to cheat. I'm just, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure you could, go- I mean, you can Google anything. Massage parlor hand jobs is probably an easy thing to find on Google. I have no idea. Actually, yeah. If I, uh, I don't think you're in- going to get massage parlors that'll give you a hand job. I think you'll find videos of people getting massage parlor hand jobs. But that's just a guess. Again, I, I mean, Google it yourselves and find out what you go what you get. I have no idea. Never Googled it. Well, one time I Googled uh, trips to the Grand Canyon, came up hand jobs. Yeah. So that that's Some a crazy thing. shit happens on Google. I think yeah. that's why our kids are so fucked up. They're like, uh, they just go like Merry Christmas, and it's like Merry fucking Christmas, bones a dude, and you're like, yeah, well, this is how this is how kids learn about shit. Yeah, that's exactly how they learn about yeah. shit. No wonder they're murdering themselves yeah. at fucking seven years old. Yeah, why are we teaching a sex ed in a class when you could just type in anything at Google? Well, that because, will teach you. Because it's like it, the question should be in sex ed, the, like the first thing, what have you Googled? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that because it seems like if I, I, at least one of you has Googled murder. 
and at least one of you had to go to page two, and it was sex with a corpse. <laughs> well, who hasn't done yeah, that? Yeah, you know, like... Who hasn't looked that up before? And kids are just like, wait, what? And then they're depressed at age eight, you know? So, so there's no track that you have had that you have covered well enough for a woman to be able to not find out in today's day and age. There's no fucking way. Because guaranteed, that other person has done something, and it doesn't take a whole lot, found you on Facebook and added you on Facebook. If you have a joint Facebook, then you're a jackass. Don't ever do a joint Facebook. Not a... If you have a joint one and you're planning on cheating, it's not the point. Just don't have a joint Facebook account with your spouse or It is weird. It is weird. It's weird. Like Very I don't want to talk to both of you. Just just I I mean I just want to talk to you. I don't Yeah. Well, like I, I had a couple of college friends that had joint Facebooks and I was messaging them and she would answer and I'm like, I'm not looking to talk to you. Fucking Yeah. Like I'm asking what he is doing for the like I'm not I don't want to give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Have your own. And if I want to talk to you, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Like, I'm asking what he wants to do in this scenario. You know, Um, different, different kind of thing. But so in general, like, you have to talk to these people. And in today's day and age, it's not often by a, a landline that can't be traced. It's like you call them, you text them. You get on a messaging service and message them. And if you've ever like added your significant other, girlfriend, or otherwise on any of these things, they can largely see what you're doing. All the time. Like on Facebook, if it says in a relationship with, they actually link your fucking accounts on Facebook. So they can see what you're doing. So, in general, that just means if somebody were to add you as a friend and your spouse didn't know that person, they may just go poking around and be like, well, this is a whore. Obviously, he's cheating on me with this whore. The whore. Yeah. Frank Reynolds, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) The whores. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you're on there and you're on Messenger and they're connected and can see your shit. Or, you know, any of the other random things. There's just no there's no track covering that you're doing right now. Yeah, you're not as sneaky as you think, dipshit. Obviously not. At all. No, obviously your girlfriend is not psychic because psychics don't actually exist. Yeah. I just had a you feeling just that you were sw- cheating on me. Yeah. Because of all the fucking social messaging. Yeah. Also, I found used condoms in the trash. Yeah. Like you were liking her Instagram posts a lot. (laughs) Right when I left. Also on her Instagram, I had a picture of you two fucking. Yeah. That's how I found out. Like there's just an awful lot of shit that happens in today's day and age that does not lend itself to discretion as far as cheating goes. And you're going to get caught. That's just how it goes. 
you. <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but in no way does that mean that she is psychic. She she's just she has eyes and can logically discern details. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, you're not a criminal mastermind here, punk. Yeah. If you own I hid my tracks. We uh, you know, met outside a town and then rode in on a raft. <laughs> no one saw. Yeah. But everybody there. Yeah. How did they fucking find out? This is weird. She he's must like, be some kind of psychic. He's like, uh, we went to a restaurant. We both checked in at the restaurant. Like, ah, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> How did she fucking know she's psychic? Then she's like, yeah, I knew you. She's like, babe, you knew I was a Scorpio. If you leave town, you know I'm going to do shit like that. Yeah. That's what I do. Like, no one gives a shit where you're eating, Craig, unless you're yeah. eating with your fucking girlfriend, Nevaeh. Yeah, Nevaeh. <laughs> Old Nevaeh the psychic. <laughs> Who's never ran into that scenario yeah. before? Yeah. So, bud, uh, really, honestly, I just can't believe how dumb you are. That's. I don't want to... No, psychics obviously are not real. Yeah. Your and... girlfriend is probably does not have a IQ higher than your own, but you're such a dipshit. Yeah. That anyone that has any kind of reasonable thinking or any kind of logic whatsoever could tell you are a dipshit and you do not cover your tracks well. Yeah. Also, she's probably your ex-girlfriend now. Yeah. I mean, reality. I, I would hope so. In reality, that's probably the case. So. Yeah. So uh, that's it, bud. I mean, in general, you're just a dummy. Yeah, you're not as cool as you think, and you're not as smart as you think. Yeah. Why don't you just... go back and watch some more Monk or First 48 or whatever the fuck you're thinking whatever, you're getting yeah. these ideas from? Yeah, eat yourself a microwave dinner because you just are single now. That's yeah. just kind of how it works. Masturbate, cry, because you kind of deserve it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That Girlfriend's is it. not a psychic. You're just a dipshit. <laughs> All right, this has been episode 67. Wow, it's been 67 already. 67 already. Wow, I thought this was like 45, man. It does seem like that sometimes, but also sometimes it seems like it's episode 100 and change. You know what, honestly, I don't remember the first one. <laughs> so, it's been a good while. It's been a ride. No, we used to do this uh, weekly. Yeah. And it was just torture. Well, it wasn't it was fun? Sure, we love doing the show, but the work it goes into doing one of these shows, people don't understand. Yeah, it is numbingly fucking hard sometimes when you're when you have a family, a day job, and then have to do this. Yeah. So, uh, in general, we do love that you listen, though. We and do. And that's it. Uh, we want you to continue listening. We want you to send us questions. And if you're good enough at what you do and you think you'd be funny on the show, we'll even have you on as a guest. Yeah, hell yeah. Message us. Uh, send us an email, uh, dearilladvised at gmail.com. Send us something on Facebook at dearilladvised. Send us something on Twitter at dearilladvised. We don't really get anything ever on Twitter, but uh, it's, That's weird. it's always kind of fun when we do. 
Yeah, just um, send us something, please. Yeah. Uh, our website is illadvised.podbean.com. Um, just uh, we look forward to you listening, and uh, we want to have you involved in the show, really. Yeah, and we love it when uh, we post our uh, stand-up dates and you guys show up. That is Heck always yeah. a fucking awesome, fun time for us when you guys do. We love to see and uh, meet ill advisors in person uh, at our stand-up show. It has happened at literally every stand-up show we've had. So uh, Yeah, it's good. We that love is it. That is great, and, and we want to continue having that. We looked forward to having some more stand-up dates in January. And uh, that's pretty much it. Well, uh, we've both been very busy. I've been busy with class. And uh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to take a little break from stand-up, even though we've had tons of offers come in to do stand-up. I'm like, no, I can't because I'm doing things. <laughs> it's a fucking awful. And I I just want you guys to know we love you. We love it when you show up to our shows. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to pick up here very shortly. We have all the offers. We have everything in place. Yep. But just uh, we're going to take a little break uh, for a few more months, and we're just yep. going to do the show and uh, continue on for our personal lives for whatever reason. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, look look for uh, some more stand-up dates from us at the start of 2020, and uh, that's about it. So mm-hmm. we'll see you uh, for episode 68 in a couple of weeks. Maybe, if we live that long. <laughs> you guys have a good night. You, yeah. Yeah.